Shalom, I am Abraham Eisenman and welcome to my podcast. Shalom Aleichem. In this podcast, we will talk about groups or associations, how to choose a group and what is mutual guarantee between the members. The relationship between two people, a binary relationship, is the minimum expression of a group or team. When two or more people come together, each of them can develop their own spiritual relationship with the neighbor, which will benefit the spiritual project. We should commit all our talents to the benefit of the members of the group. Building a good group is not easy. At least one member needs to be solidly familiar with how to manage a present without emotional influences in order to be able to conduct group decisions in a way that maintains the necessary conditions such as mutual trust and a clear desire for spirituality inside oneself. If not, the mind, which is naturally egotistical, will disrupt any spiritual advance. Community work is invaluable for spiritual growth, but not sufficient. One cannot depend only on group work, nor on a teacher or spiritual guide, except at the beginning or some stages of transition while one is learning and practicing, as we will see later on. It's advisable to avoid as much as possible conflict between people due to mind-to-mind or ego-to-ego interactions because they will affect the group's spiritual progress. There are times when it is necessary to solve personal conflict individually and privately for the sake of the common good and the spiritual work you are developing. It is helpful to practice a person-to-person communication or interpersonal communion, thereby creating a space for the relationship in our present. Groups are important because they are represent a bigger desire composed of all the desires of the individuals together and will appear inside each of the group's member and through it. The spiritual desires of this team of people are united to create a single, much larger desire, complete and of a higher spiritual quality, which groups together all the members' desires and represents each and every one of the members. That is, a group CLI is formed, obviously much larger than each individual's kli, and also larger than the sum of the kalim. And of course, with a larger kli, our power of influence grows proportionally. Now let's talk about mutual guarantee and pledge. Mutual guarantee, or in Hebrew, arbuta david, is the relationship or interconnection and independence that a team has as part of a unique spiritual project in which we are all organs in one body.
my obligation as someone's spiritual partner or as a member of a community or team doing spiritual work is to make, maintain, consider and guarantee a continual relationship with each and every member of the group. So what is my obligation toward my group or partner? It is written in the Talmud Sanhedrin 27 that all Israel is responsible for one another. Likewise, we have the precepts to love thy neighbor as thyself and do not do to others what you will not have done to you. This means that each and every one of us in Am Israel, those who are oriented directly to the Creator or Yashar El, take on the responsibility of helping, caring for, affirming, working for, and with every one of the members of our partnership in mutual guarantee, like groups, communities, or even nations, in order to resolve and satisfy their true needs and desires. A person cannot reach the desired goal on the spiritual path without the connection and help of those around him. So, how we can do the choosing or forming of a team? The social environment in which we develop and live is fundamental to our spiritual growth. We are products and consequences of the society we live in. Many people are captives of society, with few options for escape. It is therefore vitally important to live and keep oneself in a community with high moral standards because we will be a product of that entity. It is written in the sacred scriptures, get yourself a teacher and acquire a friend. In contrast to the getting the teacher, we say acquire a friend, referring to the fact that between friends there must be a clear and marked interest in gaining something whether it will be tangible or intangible gifts from one another. When there is a constant shared interest between friends, the friendship can become honest and lasting. If there is no mutual beneficial transaction, the relationship is illusory and ruled by appearances or social and or cultural conveniences. It is our duty to build an environment which will give us to use society as reinforcement to accelerate our spiritual progress. If, for example, we need money for a project for social good, we can surround ourselves with people who support it and work for it, and with whom we can talk about it. This is, will inspire us to work better. Or, for example, if we want to lose weight, the easiest way to do so is to surround ourselves with people who think about it, talk about it, and have decided to lose weight. 
Actually, we can do even more than to create an environment such as reinforcing the environment with books, movies, talks, seminars, classes, and all articles related. All this occurs within in the environment in which we find ourselves. For example, AA, or Alcoholics Anonymous, and drug rehab centers use the power of community to help people when they can't help themselves. If we use our environment correctly, we will achieve things we never even dreamed were possible. Now, the desire to understand the spiritual system is not the exception. If we are into spirituality and to increasing our access to and desire for it, we only need appropriate friends, text, and teachers around us. The divine part of our spiritual DNA will do the rest. Now I want to bring some examples of groups with spiritual foundations. The common denominator of societies, countries, civilizations, peoples, or tribes is to fight for social, intellectual, cultural, emotional, and economic power over others, which is expressed in the human behaviors of conquest, power, and other types of imperialist desire. But when the common denominator is a connection through a spiritual project or work, there is no competition for influence. Each person has their own part, which brings them satisfaction, sipuk in Hebrew, pleasure and benefit both to the community and to the group. We can list a few examples of groups with spiritual projects. For example, groups with natural spiritual unions like the relationships between parents and children, husband and wife, family or friends. There is another type of group as organizations with spiritual content, identity and purpose established for the benefit of the citizens, such as the government, its organizations and public companies, the non-profit organizations, colleges and universities, social support funds from public and private businesses, etc. And another type, which are the virtual groups based on spiritual projects, on social media, chats, email, and other electronic and cybernetic applications. Note that we should be constantly reaffirming that the spiritual project will benefit the community, because there is a real possibility that the work may turn into a relationship for economic interest or become motivated by trafficking in personal influence, negating the spiritual effect and diverting us once again toward competing egotistically for ourselves. Thank you very much. The podcast was made by Abraham Eisenman, author of the book Spiritual DNA, a Method for Spiritual Enlightenment. Website www.
www.abrahameisenman.com